welcome to the No Name MMA Show, the best damn MMA podcast you've never heard of, with Mystic Daddy Juan and No Nutshot Nina, and yours truly, Motivated Let's get on with this shit. Welcome to the No Name MMA Show, the best damn MMA podcast you've never heard of. My name is Annie Romero. Thank you for joining us on this beautiful Wednesday, May 19th, 2021. As always, you've got me, Motivated Andy, with Mr. Daddy Juan and No Nutshot Nina. Before we get going on this week's episode, we want to warn you, our show's undergoing a little bit of construction. Uh, we started the No Name MMA show out of 2020 quarantine. Um, so yeah, uh, and it's time is going to evolve a bit and we're going to be moving stuff around. So don't come at me because we're formatting. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Uh, anyway, tell the people that you have something going on. Juan? I'm getting my second vaccine shot this weekend. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. And then, nice. Um, You're going to be fucked up for a minute. Yeah, yeah, for a little bit. And then Amazon once, they said people who are fully vaccinated on the 24th will no longer have to wear masks there. Nice. I will probably still be wearing a mask, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. So will um, they be checking for vaccination I'm, assu- I'm assuming that's the only way and they're like, okay, to be able to, like, do you have your vaccination card? And that's fair. I'm assuming that's the only way. Yeah, my job is like doing like uh, uh, anonymous like polls if you're going to get vaccinated or not. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah. We're gonna get vaccinated, duh. Cause then at that point, Trump, Trumpers could just be like, "Oh yeah, I got oh, my yeah. shot," and then yeah, affect everybody. I I don't, I don't get it. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but yeah, let's go this weekend, this Saturday. Nice. Pretty excited about that. That's cool. You're excited? Yeah. I've heard people are like, fucked. I I would I would rather be fucked by a vaccine. No, by the illness. So yeah, no, you're right. You're a hundred percent right. If I had to pick and choose which one I'm, am I gonna get fucked by? I'd rather be like a day of misery over the vaccine versus like a couple of weeks of agony. Yeah. But you're still gonna be fucked up for a That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I'm a big boy. (laughs) Um. What is going on? Oh, tomorrow, Andy and I have tickets to go with some friends to this walking. It's like a show of um, a murder mystery of um, the Scranton Strangler, the office themed. Yeah. So it's in Uptown and we go and it's like just one of those interactive kind of shows. That's funny. Yeah. So we're like the detectives on who the Scranton Strangler is Mm -hmm. and it looks Pretty cool. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So that'll be fun. Yeah. I'm looking see. forward to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of it right now for me. Um, For me, uh, we started rewatching Game of Thrones and I'm kind of into it. Yeah. Uh, We just finished with the first season. I'm kind of rewatching it too, like off and really? on. Like, I'm not. I'm You're not, rewatching it again? Yeah. Damn. I, uh, the, the, up until like the sixth season, it's, or the seventh season. It's really, really good. It is. I mean, pre- it is pretty I fucking love good. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The last season's the most trash fucking thing ever in the world. Well, I, I it's see. so I it's so trash. It's, it's so not as good. Paced. It's definitely it's so, not as good. It everything every the thing about the show that I liked so much was that I didn't know what the fuck was gonna go on, 
And I, I feel like towards the end, it was like, okay, we're going to tie this up. The very ending, I 100%, I called it. Like, yeah. Like, I knew exactly what was going to happen. So I'll give you that. So it's just like, oh, well, that was the really the thing that I liked the most about the show. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh. Okay. Like Red Wedding, unexpected. Oh, yeah. Completely no. 100% unexpected. <laughs> that shit was dope. I'm still happy I got Kevin, like, crying and throwing a little hissy fit mm-hmm. while wine drunk. On Christmas. On Christmas Eve. <laughs> like, perfect. The perfect gift for me. But, yeah, so we're, we're re-watching Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's it. The original It is on HBO. I don't know if you guys have the that, original one. The OG. Boring. Yeah, that yeah. is the longest effing movie. That is a well, because yeah, it's both parts I know, together. So. But yeah, so technically it's an hour and a half each because it's a three-hour. It's yeah. a total of a three-hour movie. Which is crazy yeah. that that shit was out in mo- or like on TV. That was a TV movie. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't even a regular ass movie. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing to kids, bro? Even though. It's out of. It's definitely outdated. It's mm-hmm. still really good. Mm-hmm. It's still yeah. really good. <laughs> but um, I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, uh, let's take the show away over to Juan for this week's no name of the week. No name of the week. It's gonna be Jordan White. Uh, he's in the middleweight division, currently unranked. Um, but he fought last Saturday on the prelim card against Jamie Pickett, and it was a super fast fight. Super, super fast fight. He finished it um, only after a minute and four seconds. Um, he, like, pretty much, like, rushed this guy. That was crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, he did really, really good as far as rushing the guy and being able to knock him out like that, but I don't know if he were to last into the second or third round, how he would do. Mm. But if he can, but if he can catch someone early, shit, that's the way to go. Yeah. He's, you don't need cardio if you're knocking out people in the first round. So, Uh, but you need cardio to be a champion. I don't care what you say. Mm. Uh, You need cardio to be, to be a champion and to hold on to it. Mm -hmm. So what about Connor? Has he held on to it? He had two championships. He uh, or he got handed the Jose Aldo fight. Like it was, uh, Jose Aldo did himself in. Yeah, he was like, mm, "The little Irish man is talking that shit being, about me." And that being said, cardio, <laughs> cardio, uh, Khabib and Connor. Where where is the cardio? Khabib had it. Connor did it. Yeah. No, I mean you're right. You're right. I'm just saying, you're saying you can't win a championship without cardio, and I'm like, all right, homie won two. It's easier to win a championship than it is to hold on to it. Fair. Fine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what do they call Jordan White? The Beverly Hills Ninja? Ninja. Yeah. Mm -hmm. True. So, yeah. So, he said that he was kind of raised in that area, and by the time they moved into Beverly Hills, he moved out. But, like... His mother was calling like his camp and being like, please, please be like, like, you know, don't take care die. of him because he's such a like a such young a like guy. young little dude from Beverly Hills. He's never yeah. had anything like bad. Yeah. So it was almost like you played him. yourself. What? Oh, remember he has a girlfriend with like an old name and freaking oh, DC Matilda? clowned on yeah. him. 
No, it was like something weird. I, I think it he has said to be Matilda. he was like, "Was it?" Did I think he it's say Matilda. Matilda? Yeah. But no, I think it was like Gertrude or something. Uh, either like, way, he said either something, way. And DC was like, "Did he say Matilda? That's a fucking old name." <laughs> and I was like, "Damn!" I, He's I like thought the same clowning thing. on his girlfriend like I, that. I thought the same thing. I I was able to watch the prelims at yeah. my at my place, and I thought the same thing. Like. Damn, bro. <laughs> you said that on live TV, dude. I know. DC don't give a fuck. He's farting like during pay-per-views and like I giving a shit. I, I mean, I guess what's Jordan gonna do? Go up to DC? Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, do but I was thing. like, damn, DC, you didn't have to put her on blast like no, that. No, he didn't, dude. He can do anything. True. So yeah, Jordan White. Um, good knockout. Good knockout. Uh, keep getting knockouts and you'll do all right. So, nice. Off to Nina for the MMA minutes. All right, perfect. So, really, I think we need to start this off by recapping what we witnessed on Saturday's do we? card. Do we, we though? We do. There's a lot to rehash. Be ready for some pain. <laughs> We're gonna grief together. We're gonna laugh. We're gonna cry <laughs> together. Let's just do it. We're all in it together. Okay, so let's first start off with that Edson Barbosa versus Shane Burgos fight. Um, That was for the featherweight division. Are you surprised to see Barbosa's victory in featherweight again? His last fight, he did win against Maquan Armakani. I'm not surprised. Um, Well, see, I don't think surprised is a word. I am happy. Surprised is a word. Uh, see, I don't think that's the word. I don't. Oh, think... that's the word. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were like, I don't think surprise. For sure, word. that's English. <laughs> but, yeah. I was like, that yeah, is yeah. English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I. Are you relieved or like I'm relieved. happy to see? I'm relieved that to... he won because I I fully believe in Edison Barbosa. I mm-hmm. I would. If he doesn't win a championship ever, it would be like one of the greatest like worse um oh he's definitely not gonna i don't i don't even know how to say that it's just he deserves a title at least a title shot not right now not right now but he's on his way to getting it and that's what i'm saying and um he was just on that downfall and uh was he he was in the lightweight uh, yeah he was on that downfall in the lightweight division my heart was hurting for him it was I think this is a really good example, too, of when you find that right division for that season of your life, like that can make or break it. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about that a little bit more probably in a minute, but like that's a pretty prime example of you weren't in your right fit at that weight. So let's adjust that because it's not so much your style or your competition. It's just like where can you be the best version of mm-hmm. the athlete you are? Mm-hmm. Uh, he had said uh, during interviews before, and he like clarified it a little bit more during the aerial interview today, um, that he used to like try to like bulk up in order to cut for one fifty five, and that's like the thing that fucked with him the most. That takes a lot of energy. And so now, not having to bulk up to it he can just walk around and cut weight normal yeah and like 145 is a more natural weight cut for him than the 155 weight cut well and we'll talk about this a little later as well but there's always a healthy weight cut like yeah he looks healthy yeah he looks as a good he, he doesn't yeah, look yeah. like 
Jose Aldo looked in the beginning when he was making the cut to Bantam, mm-hmm. where it was like a scary a skeleton, so skinny kind of weirdness. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I'm you, I'm impressed. I'm impressed with what he did as Shane Burgos. Do I think he is going to get a t- like a top five contender right away? I don't quite think so yet. And I don't think he should as well. I don't think he should either. But I think, me being an Edison Barboza fan, give him whatever he wants. Yeah, you're ready yeah. to see the climb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready to see the climb. I I don't think I'm ready to see him get massacred by just a top five contender. If he want, if that's what he wants. I want to see him fight like a Cub Swanson. Or give Daddy like, what he wants. No. Give your <laughs> Daddy what he wants. Uh-oh. Aww. Well, speaking of um, what we need to get to, Benil Dariush took down Tony Ferguson for the lightweight co-main event. In the words of Mystic Daddy Juan, rip. Rip. Uh, what do you think's next for each of these guys? Tony, I feel, look, it sucks because at 155, you want him to not have a top 10 opponent, right? Yeah. But then you have the top 15, which are still fucking murderers. Mm-hmm. And I don't want him to face anything like that either. So really, I think the the fight that I think would be the one that makes the most sense in the division for him would be like him against Paul Felder. Because Paul Felder, he deserves a big fight. And he just lost to RDA. He's still ranked uh, below Tony. So it, it rankings-wise, it fits. Paul Felder said he, he's only interested in fun fights. And he's never not going to be interested in fighting Tony. True. No one is ever not going to yeah. yeah. So, and then Tony's not going to say no to anybody. And that's really the only one that I think he has a shot worth winning. But what do you now. think about Cerrone? No. Well, I Tony think it would be bad for Tony. Cerrone, but... Tony beats yeah. him. He already beat him, so this would be a rematch, and I, I think he beats him again. Yeah, I, I agree. And with that's that. where yeah. it, it that's where it's like a lose lose because you're beating Tony, uh, unranked opponent at this time, and like it's an opponent on a five fight losing or he hasn't won at his last six. So it that's doesn't who, make sense, but I think it would sit well with all of us, especially if we're thinking that. They're both kind of on their way. I would normally think that, but because Cowboy looks so much worse than Tony does, that's the only thing. It's almost like sending a lamb to slaughter. I kind of want, though, like for Tony just to get a little win under his wings. And as much as I do, too, it's almost like that would be that to Cerrone. That would be at a detriment to Cerrone. I think, though, that that would be a great last fight for Cerrone, though. Like. Honestly, yeah. if if Cerrone's if Cerrone doesn't have the mindset of going out on a win, if he's if he's going out for like a legacy I think fight, he'd like to go mm-hmm. out with somebody like getting that, that back, getting that win back over Tony Ferguson would like overall him getting a win over Tony Ferguson and potentially still potentially getting just completely smashed by Tony is worth more for the end of his career than fighting 
and almost nobody in almost guaranteed a win. I'll you know be, what I'm saying? Yeah. And honestly, I'd be surprised if Cowboy gets any other fight mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I, for one, don't think, I think you're right. Like, the matchmaking for Tony and Cerrone does not make any sense. Like, I don't think it really would. But, like, in a fan dream, that mm-hmm. would be tight. But, like, I really think we saw... Cowboys last UFC fight. Well, he said that he's not, which I owe you $5 for now. Yeah. Um, but he said that he's fighting one more. There's, we'll if he fights if one UFC more after will that. let him do that, though. Like, I'm not, I would not be surprised if UFC dropped him, even though he said that. If, if he tried to fight again after mm-hmm. losing another one, I'd be like, dude, you're insane. You literally want to die early. Mm-hmm. That's what you're asking for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, enough about Tony. What do you see I, I, I love him. I, I love Tony, but he lost. So we're going to pay respect to the winner. Mm-hmm. Benil Dariush needs to fight Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler, I, I would also like Justin Gaethje. I think... I think Justin Gaethje should fight the loser of Dustin Poirier versus Connor. I think mm-hmm. that's... I can he, see that too. I think he's earned it. Because more than likely, it's going to be Connor. So that's the fight I kind of want to see out of Justin. Just because he... I mean, for all intents and purposes, he's just kind of been sidelined. He's number two in the division, I believe. Yeah. And he hasn't gotten a fight. He's yeah, he there. is number two. Yeah. He's so there. he's still... And he's just sitting there. And yeah. then nobody else... Like, why would you set him up with anybody below him yeah. who's not Connor? Right. But see, this is my thing with that. Mm. Just... Just based off any injuries or whatever, that would there would be a six months waiting period. Justin has already been out for a little bit. Michael Chandler just, just lost, out. just just got knocked out. So I'm pretty sure he's on the six month yeah. uh, suspension because of getting knocked out. Yeah. So I think as far as timing mm. goes, is better. Coming up next. No, no, no. I I think. I don't think Benil should fight Gaethje. I think okay. I think Gaethje should fight. Um, I, honestly, Chandler? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Benil should honestly fight the loser of Poirier, Poirier and Con- Connor? Conor McGregor. Mm. That as would far as also, timing yeah. goes, mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. goes along. That fits. But yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. But any, I mean, props to Benil though. He mm-hmm. came game. He would have submitted any other person if it had not been Tony Ferguson. Oh mm-hmm. my God, Tony's freaking leg! Yeah. Yeah. And he said it in the post-fight Ugh, interview that he heard he, he heard the pop. Yeah. And he saw the face, and then he's like, everybody the was face, like, "How the, the face heck did is he what not it, tap? Anyone else on this earth would have tapped out." Mm-hmm. If based off Tony's face during yeah. that submission. If he was just let out a little scream, it would have been a vocal submission. <gasps> yep. And like that's it. Because of the face. Uh-huh. Even if he had screamed without the face, then that would have been like uh maybe uh, let him go. I don't know. If he would have screamed, I think I would have called it. Uh-huh. Especially because like we couldn't hear it, but I know the ref could hear it. Mm-hmm. Like and if Benil could hear it from the position where he was at and Tony could hear it, there's no way that the ref was like, yeah. oh, nothing's wrong here. Yeah. So, I mean, did it probably fuck him up even more than he needed yeah. to be fucked up? Probably. I mean, he still ended up losing the fight. So and Just Benil's ability to scramble mm-hmm. and to get oh, to those kind totally. of positions mm-hmm. is, yes. is great. And I think... Uh, 
And, I don't know. And, like, Benil is a very strong jiu-jitsu practitioner. Mm-hmm. Like, he has multiple championships just in jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. He just fucks with jiu-jitsu like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To do that on the side, also doing UFC. So, he, like... He's been knocking out people left and right, and but he still has the ability to grapple on the ground. Mm-hmm. So that surprised me. Honestly, I did not know. About yeah, no, Benil. Yeah, Benil. Really? Like his wrestling is world class, and his jujitsu is world class. The only thing is, we just see him knocking out people. Yeah, but that is one fifty five. Like everybody can do that, really. I'll be honest too. Like, not only was it I was going to be rooting for Tony, but like. Uh, Tony's trash talking versus Benil's Benil's trash talking was weak. But also (laughs) Tony is so underwhelming with any kind of commentary like leading up to it. And Tony was like there trying to get gain the white privilege. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Tony's going to put this guy down. And uh, no. I was sleeping on Benil. I did. I did like the what Benil said when Tony said, um, I broke my one of my students' ribs or whatever. Uh-huh. And then Benil was that just was, like, why would you do that? Yeah, why would you do that? And then Tony was like, he made me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so shit, it's the student's fault. Um. I saw a video where Tony said to Khabib in a press conference, mm-hmm. like, why are you picking on high school, like, wrestlers? Like, why why, why don't you just deal with, like, like big people, you know? Like, mm. people at your skill level. Mm. And then and then uh, Tony Ferguson comes <laughs> out and says, oh, I broke one of my I students' uh, ribs. Like, it kind of, uh, you know, mm-hmm. did not, it did not age well because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll say, too, just to kind of, like, wrap up this point and Mm -hmm. not to, like, continue to underestimate or, like, yeah, beat a dead horse, but, like, uh, so we were talking earlier about what's next for Tony, and we were talking about, like, maybe um, Tony's next move would be moving weight classes. He just looks sick. He looked real thin and just old. Like, you might need a little bit more on you. And to... To put it like this, like, a weight cut is typically, what, like, 15, mm-hmm. 25 pounds? Yeah. So, he's cutting weight, and he's 37. Like, just doing that repeatedly over and over. Like, as much as you think that it's fine, your body is naturally just going to be, like, Because of really. his age and the weight cut, he mm-hmm. looks like a AIDS victim. Like, yeah, he looks just doesn't, not good. Yeah. I would... And the way Tony used to look back when he was Welter, like... He looked like he was like powerful mm-hmm. Bef- before, like us, like seeing Tony lose all the time. Mm-hmm. It was very much like he's the skinny dude that's gonna cut you with his elbows. And after that, it's like okay, so maybe we need to evolve. Maybe we've lived our season in the lightweight. Let's reconsider what we're doing. Mm-hmm. It might not be that he's done. It just may be that he's done with what he's done for so long. Yeah. And I don't think it's something to be ashamed of. Mm-hmm. The winning streak that he had up until Khabib's last fight, that was the winning streak. 12 fights in a row in that division. Mm-hmm. In Murderer's Row. So there's nothing to be... Like, his legacy is set in stone. Yeah, yeah. he can almost do nothing. He to, can do nothing Unless to, he goes like Diego Sanchez. Yeah, but I don't think he'll go like that. Bro, what's his face? Uh, Joshua might be aiming at... Tony Ferguson, I mean, he's on that three-fight losing streak. No. His but, life is not but, easy. But Tony 
at least he has a semblance of what reality is. Mm-hmm. A semblance. I'm not saying all the way, yeah. but he know like, and he has people in his life that kind of steer him in somewhat the right direction. Like he, he trains with Freddie Roach. Like that's one of his coaches and GSP. He's a little frequents. bit more down to earth than yeah. Um, Sound-minded. Diego. Yeah, he's got a little bit. His head screwed on a little tighter. If anyone knows if Tony Ferguson has a nutrition, let us know. I want to like I want to know if he is cutting this weight on his own. Yeah. Or if he has a nutrition, and if he has yeah, Tony. If he has a you nutrition, follow us. You listen to the show. Yeah. I I I haven't talked to you ever, but you listen to the show for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Do you have a nutritionist? Fire that guy. Yeah. Get fire fat. them if get fat and get back up to Walter weight. That's yeah. the way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I promise you, you'll do better. In our professional opinion yeah. as podcasters. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then moving on to that championship bout, we saw between Charles Oliveira versus Michael Chandler for the main event last Saturday. First and foremost, can I just brag for a second? I completely called Charles winning in the second round. I thought it was going to be a submission, not a knockout or a TKO, but still, what up? And then secondly, is Charles going to hold the bell or is he really kind of acting as a placeholder for someone else in this very, very, very competitive division? Um, so as far as for... The- the actual knockout and how it happened. I was expecting Chandler to win. Mm-hmm. Um, that first round went crazy. Um, I think if Charles would have stopped for one second whenever his head was on the ground, mm-hmm. if he would have stopped for one second, the match would have been called. So, like, I think that's how close it was. Yeah. And then... He definitely lost that first round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, no yeah. question. Oh, yeah. Without, Not a without question. Without a diet. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure going into the second round, people were still, was... still doubting Oliveira. Oh, I was 100% like, Chandler's going to knock him out in yeah, the yeah, second. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then he landed a picture-perfect, like, left... Check left hook, like perfect, perfect. I was like, damn, that's what a check left hook does. Like, literally, like it's your offhand. Like, all you really need need to do is just wait a little bit, and he got it perfect on the check. Yeah, my one of my thing is, I believe it was DC. It was one of the commentators that they said that Charles within the week uh, leading up to the fight, they said that Charles did not have knockout power. Charles has knocked out people. Mm-hmm. Charles yeah. has power. Like mm-hmm. I don't understand where that came from. Like I, he he's is a it monster. Just because he's yeah. a blender? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of that Izzy thing. Like the argument that because he has the most submissions in UFC history, mm-hmm. he doesn't have knockout power. Like bro, he says like flyweights <laughs> have knockout power. Like yeah. this is not the UFC of old where mm-hmm. like anybody in 155 can knock out somebody else. Like yeah. there's exactly. no way that you are in the top 15 of 155 and you can't knock out people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if for me, I'm really happy for, um, Oliviera. Um, I'm, I was su- not surprised. I was thinking that Michael Chandler was going to do, Good, which I mean, in all fairness, he did. He, he did. Yeah, he did yeah. good. So I don't know. It was just perfect. Anybody can get got. Yeah, anybody can get got, and especially if like it's it's just the like, perfect shot at the perfect yeah. time. 
I um, think too that Olivier, sorry to oh, no, pop on to you, but like um I think he fights really smart. Like he he's watching and he's attentive so that mm-hmm. when he does see that he lands something good, mm-hmm. he's gonna charge at it, which was very impressive. I feel like even after he got kind of rocked in that first round, yeah. he was still sharp mm-hmm. on his fucking toes, like ready to um kind of like follow through with that first initial contact. True. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the biggest thing that, for me, got answered in a pretty clear way was the thought that Charles Oliveira, he's accustomed to kind of breaking, like he's missed weight before and yeah. kind of quit on certain things. And but like that was kind of the narrative that was being built up is like, oh, is this too big of a spot for him? Is yeah. he going to kind of crack under pressure? And seeing the first round, it was always like, yep. But then, like, to come back after that and then to beat him and mm-hmm. TKO him, that's where I was like, okay. Like, mm-hmm. that argument that he's kind of just not built for the pressure or not built to be able to handle that, it's kind of, like, out the window now. Like, Well, I don't think it's out the I don't window. Think it's, I don't think it's out of the window completely. I think now he can see, like, oh, I can't. I have that gear to shift On, into. If anything, this does nothing as far as... the. That does nothing as far as portraying to the media that he can handle things. It does more so for himself, knowing I took Michael's one of Michael's best shots mm-hmm. and I still came back. Yeah. Even if everybody else is doubting, that should at least put some confidence in himself. If I were to ever take a shot from Michael and didn't get knocked out, I would be super proud of myself oh, just for that yeah. yeah just for that yeah oh hell yeah so i think if anything if this builds any kind of confidence in himself totally. then in the future fights we're going to see less and less of that quitting mm-hmm. that is being this narrative that's being written for him mm-hmm. um, we'll see less of that yeah i think it's hard to say too because he is like a brand new champion and it's just like the most competitive division out of like everyone I feel like Mm -hmm. there's so many top contenders and it's like on any other day it could be this guy as the champion or this guy so I don't expect anyone to be champion after (laughs) Habib the way that he was yeah so so I I think that it's kind of a it's going to be a shared seat, honestly, between a few guys for a while, going mm. back and forth like that. I think if Justin can get his hands on that title, I think he holds it. Yeah? I, I don't think anyone else in the division holds it but Justin. Dang, Maybe. What if Trevor just had all champions on his team? I mean, he's bound to happen. He's the, he's only, about one, about he's the only one left. He's yeah, about yeah. to. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like... It could anyone could get a guy. We're talking about Rose. We're talking about Kamara Usman. Like mm-hmm. shit. Oh, Francis Ngannou, right? Or they? they no. Uh, oh, they're just, just in yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I think that all the time. Uh, he trains out of uh, Extreme Couture, mm-hmm. dude. With me, Francis, get on that Trevor. Crazy. Trevor's dick, dude. He's imagine if, elbows imagine in if Francis was able to throw like a clean jab. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Mm. Or a leg kick, Ooh. like mm-hmm. a head kick. Ooh. Yeah, so I, th- I, I've, I just literally got Ouch. chills. Like, oh, yeah. that is a scary man already. He is. But just, yeah, uh, Justin's the man. Justin's the man. But still, I mean, but think I about don't it. think Justin would sit with it long. 
you know, no, either. I, do, I, I don't, I, I, I don't yeah. think he would want to. I don't think he'd defend it. I think he'd get it and, like, he Just might defend it once and then, like, not really be into it. I see. I think completely different. I think once he has it, he's gonna, he, I think he's gonna enjoy being the target. I think mm. a lot of them say, yeah, I'm glad that they have to come to me. Oliveira said it. I don't mm. think Oliveira really means that. I don't think I, Oliveira. I think Justin would truly enjoy. Yeah, he would relish that yeah, like position. Come after me. Mm-hmm. Please do it. Yeah. So I think <sighs> I I and I don't see Chandler beating Justin Gaethje. I don't see I'm I've, again, anyone can get got. Mm-hmm. But if if in a perfect perfect world for Justin and Michael Chandler, mm-hmm. I still see Justin winning. For Oliveira versus Justin, I see Justin winning. For Connor against Justin, I see Justin winning. Dustin hey. Poirier is the only one that could yeah. possibly with his combos and how I think fast Dustin Poirier is really the only one. I think Dustin is the most like seasoned veteran, but is intelligent enough to know when mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. like, do what he wants. Mm-hmm. I think, like, personally, too, like, Justin Gaethje, I think, could get championship for a little bit, have some fun with it, but then I think eventually meet a girl, settle down a little bit, count his wins, mm-hmm. and dip out. Like, I think, honestly. I think yeah, I think, yeah. like, I don't think we're, like, going to have Justin Gaethje for that much longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree you know, with that. that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. thinking about it. Like, I think he's too, very like, much real, like, I've spent all of my time doing this. Yeah. Like, there is a life after this. Yeah. I'm ready to, like, just get shit done now. Yeah. But so, I want to finish what I came here for, which is I mean, he always said, like, I really have only have... fun with it, maybe, but... Yeah. He said, I'm really here for, like, six more, like, wars. Yeah. So... I'm ready to fucking just go at it for, yeah. like, these six times. And that was two fights ago. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. I think we listened together, too, to that um, right after he won um, against Tony. We listened to him. Oh, yeah, him and, Joe and Rogan. Yeah, him, Trevor Whitman, and, he's and like, Joe. And he's got, like, a career after mm-hmm. that he's already, like, planning on. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what maybe put that idea in my head. Yeah. It's like... To be okay with not being champion or not being an MMA fighter for your whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Like, you see how much that really damages so many mm-hmm. retired MMA fighters. And he's like, nope, like, it's so much in my head. It's so much of a mental place to be that, like, I want the championship. That's what I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think he's committing his life to a UFC championship and yeah. holding it forever. Yeah. So I think like just this division alone has a lot of like potential for sharing that throne a bit between mm-hmm. however many of those guys there are. But I think it really can alternate pretty yeah. quick. It's going to be kind of like, I think, more of a turnover than we're used to seeing. Mm-hmm. Especially when Khabib sat there for so long. <sighs> like, the not thing... even a question of anyone beating him. And that's the thing, like, as much as we talk about how everything in between can kind of, like, it's going to shift, like, Charles is champ, but he can very easily lose it. That and, man, like... too, like, how the fuck can he fight like that when he looks like he's got to be real blind? Yeah. He walks out <laughs> with the biggest, like, Coke thickest glasses, glasses yeah. takes them off, 
That fool does not have on contacts. Yeah. How are you fighting like that? Yeah, I don't even know. Like, and, how he can step uh, into the octagon, let alone, like, knock somebody out. How are that. you stepping up those little yeah. steps? Like, what the so heck? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, if anything, I'm super happy for Oliveira. I'm still impressed with Michael Chandler. Think about it. He really oh, yeah. almost could have won that in two UFC fights. That fight, too, so, the sportsmanship between the two of them, even before the fight yeah. started, they're, like, both greeting each other's teams and, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Shaking hands when they're introduced and stuff. Like, I really appreciated that. Yeah. And that's where I also appreciate, like, Chandler's professionalism oh, after the loss. Pro. After Such being like, hey, you know what? He got the best of me. And, yep. like, I'm going to keep on moving on and yep. I'm going to be back. Such a pro. So that's where, that's like the best kind of mindset. And <laughs> as much as it is a little bit corny or a little bit like live, laugh, love. It's cringy-ish, yeah. but it's still nice to see these, yeah. some, like, true professional respect. I would rather see that some, than some, like, Conor McGregor bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, uh, like the, just the Khabib. trash talk. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Just all of that. Just all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also did, like, Charles's, like, victory run after the fight. He jumped mm-hmm. out of the oh, octagon, yeah. like, took out into the stands to see those couple of guys that he, like, yeah. knew or whatever. He was, like, laying on the commentator's desk. Like, that was yeah. a victory celebration he had, which was fun to see. Yeah. Well, congrats to the new champ for now. Good luck trying Fucking to history. Yeah, <laughs> good luck, man. That's nice. Oof. All right. Moving on with other news in the MMA world, we saw Derek Lewis bring in some of his own street justice, like, literal street justice, we watched this week on his social media that his car was being broken into while he was at a gym in his hometown of Texas, or Houston, Texas. Um, Lewis approached and knocked on this dude and then held him down until the authorities arrived. The perpetrator lived to see another day. Which but that crazy. was so gnarly to see. Bro. I wish there was oh a video God. of the knockout. I wish we could have seen how Derek actually like went about knocking this guy out yeah but that was Derek. if you could get if if there's a video out there of that that you can put out please do it please and then he said he's okay he's okay (laughs) her dean's fault (laughs) oh my gosh that was crazy um in other personal news with the mma world we've got some new and newly expecting dads in the club Henry Cejudo is expecting his first child, a daughter. He plans on naming America. America! Fuck yeah. yeah. So I was telling the boys um, this right before we got started, but there's this movie from the 90s called uh, Where the Heart Is, or it's something like that, and it's got, I think it's Diane Lane, and Natalie Portman, yeah, but yeah. she names her daughter Americus after the Walmart photographer tells her to name her child something meaningful and strong. And my brain instantly went to where the heart is or whatever that movie's called. What a weird name, Americus. Uh huh. So weird. But it was like kind of perfect because that movie was like very like oh my god, but you kind of can't stop watching it. Yeah. Very yeah. Henry Cejudo style. I think I think when I heard that name, if I were to hear that name during mm-hmm. the movie, I'd be able to turn it off right away. Yeah. Cause <laughs> that name. Mm. Sorry, Cejudo. Yeah. This 
But I mean, it was Natalie also, Portman, yeah. so you're kind of like, I mean, she's, mm. is she going to put out a total trash movie? No. And it's just really, like, That's real right. sappy, real cheesy, mm-hmm. real cringy, but you're, like, kind of into it still. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just like Henry. Yeah, exactly. Well, That's what she did. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Connor McGregor's clan has grown by one more baby boy, Ryan, or Ryan, or Rian. Rian. Uh, McGregor joined the family on Monday, the 17th of this year. So congrats to them. And uh, Vicente Luque, welcome to the world just today, a sweet new baby. Uh, He put up some different pictures and... We can't tell if it's a boy or a girl. Are not totally sure, um, but don't get it confused with the picture we put up today of Vicente Luque holding a baby mystic daddy Juan in his yeah. arms. So congrats, dads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'll call I'll call Vicente Luque daddy any day of the week. Vicente, start better watch daddy. out, baby. <laughs> He's coming. He sees nothing but stiffness. I, I don't even think I would want to fight Vicente Luque's baby. I think I think <laughs> it's in in his genes. But uh, they start training that baby today. An uh, even quieter today. assassin. <laughs> exactly. Like, bro. Good grief. Ugh. Unexpected. <laughs> yeah, congratulations for having Spawn. Oh my god. Another assassin. All right. And then lastly, let's look forward mm. to this Saturday, Spike. We've got a couple that we're really looking forward to. Really, we're looking forward to the Jack Hermanson versus Edmund. Shabazian fight. Jack's got it. Who you got? You got Jack. I got got Jack all the way. Yeah, Jack's number seven in the rankings. Edmund's number ten. So he's gonna get it by submission. Calling it. Mm. Jack Hermanson is a crazy, crazy submission artist. I mean, he got Mm -hmm. Kevin uh, Gastelum seventeen something seconds in. Yeah. So I mean, like. And that's where Edmund Shabazian, he was going on that undefeated run and then got met with Derek Brunson and Derek Brunson beat him. I think Jack Hermanson, even though he's ranked lower than a lot of other people, he still should be like a top five contender because like his submission work is just so fast and unique and aggressive that it's almost like get, having knockout power, but in submission. Like, he can submit you however he would like real quick. It, it, it's kind of that narrative that went along with Charles Oliveira. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter where you're at with Charles Oliveira, if he can put his hands on you, you're in danger. Yeah. Same thing with Jack Romance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he can touch you with any of his hands, you be scared. Yeah. Be very scared because he can just end it right there. <laughs> you be scared. <laughs> All right, and then moving on, we've got a co-main event, and I'm going to need some assistance with her last name. I apologize ahead of time. Yan, help me out, baby. Jianan. Jianan. The the X is really weird. Uh-huh. Yeah. Versus Carla Esparza. I'm sure I said it wrong, too, so... <laughs> Uh, who do you have for the ladies with the straw weight division? I, I don't know Jan like that, but I know Carla, so I'm just going to go ahead and say Carla. But I don't, uh, I don't know Jan like that. Mm-hmm. Carla going up into this, she is ranked, I think, four. Mm-hmm. Um, Jan's Jan, number three. Yeah, and Jan is undefeated, I think, throughout her whole tenure in the UFC. Uh-huh. I think she... I think she's undefeated for ten fights in a row or something. Oh, wow. So I got Jan... Only ten fights. Yeah, that has to be the longest women's uh, streak. Yeah, to date, I think so. Yeah, that's crazy. But that's where like 
I mean, you got to be talking about, like, if you're talking about strawweights, you're talking about Ioana. You're talking about uh, Rose. You're talking about Zhang Wei Li. You're talking about, like, all these chicks that just murder all the time. So for her to be, like, getting built up slowly all the way through, it's, mm-hmm. like... It's, Benefit to her. Yeah, so it, it I think it, it's her career path in the UFC is has been a very healthy one. But now she's gotten to the like top five where you're kind of a perennial contender no matter what, unless mm-hmm. you really fuck up a lot. She just needs to win three more fights to have the most uh, the most wins in UFC history, okay. right? Mm-hmm. As far as streak, as far as streak, no, no that's sixteen. That's oh yeah, I forgot about thirteens could be even everybody. And currently, it's uh, yeah. Oh, the highest streak. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's twelve with Charles, I think. He's got twelve submissions. No, Charles, how many Wait, fights is he? Uh, yeah, Charles has nine so fights down. in the yeah, row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might, no, uh, Kamaru Usman has the biggest streak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, even then, like, ten fights in that division in women is still crazy. Still yeah. Um, Carlos Barza's wrestling, though, is really, really crazy. So, so who's just in see front it. of Jan? Um, Joanna and then Rose? Uh... Yeah, so Rose, we have as champion. Uh, then Which we have Zhang Wei Li as number one. Then Joanna. Okay. Then Yan Zhaonan. So okay. pretty much right after that is Carla Esparza. So yeah. pretty much either Wei Li getting an immediate rematch or she's fighting for the a contender slot. Yeah, and that another thing is that Joanna said I'm only gonna fight for the championship. Yeah. And Joanna also only has one more fight left on her contract. Mm-hmm. And if I was the UFC. As much as I like Joanna, having a contender that's always like, I'm only going to fight for a champion, Wei even Link. though you've lost Wei multiple Link. championship fights, Wei Link. I'm going to try to see if I can go ahead and kind of trade you off or mm-hmm. not resign you. As much as I love Joanna, and as much as I would love to see her fight John Wei Lee one we more time. We need that rema- rematch. We that's really that the rematch. rematch. That's the only fight I want to see her fight against yeah and then after that she's already lost to rose twice yeah so i can't see her getting another title shot joanna doesn't want to get that back i'm surprised if that fight yeah i don't i don't don't understand why she doesn't want to get that one back right away oh Mm -hmm. my gosh but yeah i mean after that we're gonna have if if rose is just like okay who am i gonna fight and joanna's only gonna fight the champion She's not going to fight Rose, so it has to be almost an immediate title rematch against Zhang Wei Li. And if it goes for Rose, so she wins 2-0 for Zhang Wei Li, then you have a number one contender that can't fight for the championship anymore yeah. because they've lost two in a row. Yeah. And then you're going to just feed somebody else to it. Right. So, Joanna, I think, is like on the kind of the tippy-tippy end of her UFC career. I really don't, I don't see why you would re-sign her. Yeah. And like she's a great fighter, but if she's you not gonna fight, up again. yeah. Oh but if you're God. gonna not get a fight and you cost me a lot of money mm-hmm. and you're kind of troublesome because there's a lot of like things around Drama. the internet, like where she's kind of like drama filled yeah. and kind of tough to work with, yeah. I would just go ahead and be like, well, this isn't worth the headache, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love to see Jean Wei Lee versus Joanna too, but it's not worth it's not worth it, yeah. Yeah, so we'll look forward to those ladies fighting. And then for the main event, we've got Cody Garbrandt versus Rob Font in the Bantamweight division. Cody what do you almost, think? Cody almost got a knockout of the year. 
Or did no? He didn't get. Knocked he was out nominated. Either. Yeah, he was nominated. If he can just continue getting knockouts, dude, everyone's gonna love to see him fight. Now, granted, those who know, those who've been following MMA even for the last two years, understand that Cody Garbrandt is a fight to watch almost always. Yes. Um, yeah. If you know, you know. Yeah. If you know, you know. Um, um I don't think he wins against Rob Font. Right. I think Rob Font takes it to him. I don't know if it'll be a knockout. Cody Garbrandt, the thing that makes him so good to watch is because he is so unsafe. Mm-hmm. And he is so emotional when he fights. Mm-hmm. You can tell that he's fighting, like, angry. Yeah. But that's why he gets knocked out. That's yeah. why he loses fights. And it's almost like if you didn't do that, you would be fine. But you don't. You, like, want to get in a dog fight. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it also depends... I don't think we can say that that's how he fights all the time. Because even though it's been a minute, his fights with Dominic Cruz were... They had a lot of emotion behind that. The the animosity there was real. Like, they they were going at it. And he was able to compose himself, able to... He, even, whenever, even whenever Dominic Cruz was hurt, he was able to kind of be like okay i can't just go in right now i have to i have to play this a little smart so i think it also just depends on where his mindset is at where op- more often than not his mindset is in a more emotional mindset within the octagon it is possible for him to um kind of put that emotion to the side mm-hmm. yeah i I, I I want to believe I want to believe in a calm <laughs> Cody Garbrandt. That's like the mythical fighter. Like if he's calm, bro, he is top notch. Like he would win against uh, TJ Dillashaw. Mm-hmm. But I just don't. I think Rob at this point is just too good. Like he's too well rounded to like have those little if ands or buts like kind of. Like is like what Cody is gonna show up. I think Rob is more prepared. I think it doesn't matter what Cody shows up; he's still gonna win. Mm. But I mean, Cody's proved me wrong before. He's proved me wrong plenty of times. I thought he was gonna not win against uh, Rafael Sansao, and he got that knockout. So again, he was calm. He stood there and he waited. Yeah, he waited. So that's where. I mean, I guess it could depend on what Cody shows up. But if we're talking about what Cody shows up and there's no, like, reason to doubt Rob Font, mm-hmm. then I'm going to go with Rob the Font. The safe bet yeah. would be Font. Mm-hmm. I don't really know Rob Font like that, so I'm really... A monster. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But you know. I, I think... Yeah. I think Not once you familiar. see Rob Font, I think you'll be like, oh, I do. Well, he only fought one time in the last, whatever, like, years, actually. Mm-hmm. He did win by knockout, I think. I forgot who he fought, but mm-hmm. he won by knockout, and he's still there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think it's gonna be a very fun matchup. I have Rob winning. Uh, Cody has also stated that he's still willing to drop down to one twenty five and hopefully fight against uh, Davison Figueredo. Mm-hmm. Dillashaw is the only fight to make, other than what he's in right now. He needs yeah. to fight Dillashaw again. And that the reason why I say that is because Dillashaw's not champion. If Dillashaw was champion, I I don't think there'd be uh Yeah, you can't really make it for the champion. Has yeah, Dillashaw yeah. ever been champion? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. yeah he was at uh one thirty five, remember? 
I didn't know him in champion mode. But whenever he fought Henry, that's mm -hmm. when he went down to 125. Yeah. So you didn't see I a TJ title fight champion. at 135. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. um, right after that, that's when he got banned. And, right. And also, uh, What's-His-Face was probably dirty during mm -hmm. the... Garbrandt during the Garbrandt fight so they said that they had gone back and retested the samples that they had collected but let's be completely real USADA is 5,000 steps behind what these guys are doing mm -hmm. well, yeah, these guys know to the T what they can get away with yeah. if you think that they're going to be cheating willy nilly and not know what the fuck they can do like you got another like you're wrong you're yeah. absolutely wrong. So, for me, like, there's no doubt in my mind that he was doing EPO a lot longer before Henry's fight. Right, exactly. And for him not to get caught, it's not like, oh, he never did it. Like, no, you just didn't get caught because you knew what the fuck you were doing. So, yeah. and that's the thing with legacies. Like, as soon as you get popped for one of those things, like, I have no, I'm not giving you the benefit of the doubt because if there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. If you went to the lengths to get EPO in you, so a needle into your arm, knowing what it is, in order to f perform better at a possible detriment to your own health, like, you really don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. To the point where, like, yeah, no, I'm going to always consider you, like, a cheat. Sorry, Chael Sonnen. Like, you cheated. Yeah, yeah. I love Chael. He fucking cheated like fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's different, too, because it's not like Lance Armstrong when, like, 100% every single cyclist in yeah. the competition. Like, that's the only way to level the playing field. Playing field but, yeah. yeah, not in UFC. So, I, I don't know. It, it'll be fun to watch Cody. If Cody wins, there's a lot better fights for him. I think if Rob wins, it'll be just literally just him getting a title shot next. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and and then after that, uh, that's the thing. It's one thirty-five, so you can't really get the, the yeah. One thirty-five is fucking weird because now yeah. you you're still waiting for Aljamain Sterling. He yeah, just got his that, neck surgery, oh, so boy. that's Aljo. Then you got the number one contender in Jan. So Jan is just chilling there, waiting for Aljo to like fake his injury again. And that's uh, that's the only thing Jan needs to do. Jan doesn't need yeah. to fight anybody no. other than Aljo. So then, so this is a potentially like a number two contender spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then after that, so if you have a number two contender spot here, July twenty fourth is months away, and that's going to be Corey Sandhagen. We were talking about Corey Sandhagen getting the first title shot. Yeah. He was going to get the first crack after the Jan Aljo fight. Yeah. And now he's going to have to wait. And yeah. he might get pushed back until spot number three or four. Right. Like, that's that's where we're at. So it's, uh, it's, it's just... It's a tough division. And uh, the, the reason why I prefer Bantam over everything else is because at least Bantam, like, they will fight pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. But it's almost like, well, if they fight pretty quick and there's, like, just a, like a fucking injury to one of the top people, then it just delays holds, everything. Holds but everything. it'll still be better than 155 because guess what? At least we won't be waiting years for... Connor to come back yeah, yeah. because he's the fucking bag. So retired, not yeah. retired. This isn't on our like schedule to talk about, but since it's been brought up, the whole mm -hmm. Aljo thing, mm -hmm. I before I kind of defended it, like whatever, like 
he was he was on his knees and then he got knee to the face. Yeah, yeah. like because I yeah. was he, he, that's yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah, but we've seen people get knocked the fuck out, like yes. just absolutely destroyed, and then they get up faster and healed faster. Yeah. Than Aljo did. Yeah, I know. I'm so, not even all that mad at Jan to yeah, be totally yeah, 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 yeah. honest. Bro, Completely not. It was okay, bad. It was bad. Yeah, but Aljo, you gotta look. You gotta you gotta keep in mind of how other people have been treated into the ring. Yeah. You, if you're gonna if you're gonna act, act properly. You know. Yeah. Act yeah. for ten seconds and be like, all right, all right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that being said, it is what it is. Am I upset that he did what he did? No. I if it were me, if I were to get illegally struck, and I'm going to stick by this, if yeah. I were to get illegally struck after my team has devoted their time, effort, my family has like sacrificed, sacrificed so their time in life for me to achieve this, fuck you, you fucked up, not me. So I yeah yeah yeah. The line is drawn for me though. Where you start to troll and you start to kind of sit. And even though he did get injured and he's getting a surgery, it is what it is. It's almost like, okay, well, just then you know you're not the dude. That's fine. You got, you're getting pay-per-view money. You're getting an immediate rematch with the challenger because you're champion now. That's it. That's, that's it. No more. You don't get anything else from me. Mm-hmm. That's all you're going to get and that's fine. So I think that's where it starts rubbing me the wrong way, where he's like, oh, I'm a champ. Oh, I'm going to fight Aaron Cejudo. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Fuck you, Jan. Blah, blah, blah. So I completely agree. Jan threw a legal strike. Jan should lose that match mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah. That being said, the whole stumbling down the stairs on his way down. Yeah. And then, like, trying to be in the being held on the way to go <sighs> yeah. talk to Joe Rogan, and then going back and picking up the belt that he threw down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's that's too much. That's flat. And yeah. honestly, it's like I mean, I'm one of the bigger like all fights should be disqualified when there's an illegal throne like mm-hmm. that. At least it was like a. At least it was, it was a pro- it. At least it was a. <laughs> at least it was. Yeah, at least it was a proper <laughs> illegal strike. Yeah. If it could be any kind of illegal if strike. You're gonna go, a go knee, big. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you're going to do it and you're going to sweep the fucking leg like Karate Kid, yeah. a knee to the fucking temple yeah. is yeah. the way to do it. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, you're it's right. It's not like, oh, sorry, second warning yeah. of your eye gouging, you know, like that's yeah, 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 whack. Yeah. And people fight, like, still all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. Like, so but if right. nobody's yeah. gonna make that like the uniform rule, mm. really, then like, all like right, if fucking go for it. <laughs> if Jarzinho Rosenstrike can like knock down Alistair Overeem to the point where he's almost knocked out and have half of his lip like yeah. removed from his mouth, mm-hmm. yeah. and he can still like smile afterwards like it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. As a professional fighter, maybe you took an illegal knee and it. Fucked you up a little bit, and it was a legal strike, so you won. But then it's definitely the way he reacted yeah. after and yeah, how he's yeah. been acting. So we're kind of like, all all pity has yeah. gone out the window. Well, now the now my pity starts going away when I start seeing the division that I, that I think is my Your is favorite. the best division. I don't think it's my favorite. I know it's my favorite. I think it is the best mm-hmm. division. To see it kind of stalled out because somebody's just kind of taking the easy way out. 
Yeah. I mean, even though the next surgery, surgery is the next surgery is, is required. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. It's a real it injury. Legit, yeah. yeah, it's totally legitimate. But like, this is the smallest violin playing yeah. prank mm-hmm. here because everybody has a story where they got hurt. Yeah. From so. an illegal. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is it for this show. Um, if I can say so, I do think it's our best episode yet. Um, we would we wouldn't be here without you. We literally only do this for you guys. So well, I, I think I enjoy this. I enjoy doing it. I, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I kind of no, do it well, for myself. Okay, well then, fuck you guys. <laughs> we will do this without you. I mean, <laughs> pieces yeah. of shit. So yeah, talk that mess. Go on, do something. Hit us up. Um, on our things, Juan, tell the people how they can reach us. You can hit us up on Instagram at no.name.mma.show and then you can hit us up on our Twitter at nonamemma1 and then you can punch us an email at nonamemmashow at gmail.com. We're going to be messing around with our Instagram and our Twitter a little bit uh, as far as like the colors and the formats go. So if you see something that you like, let us know. If or you if you s- don't like. Yeah, yeah, if you see something that you don't like, let us know. We kind of, the social media end is for you guys. Yeah. So, pull up on me. So give us, <laughs> give us. Pull up on me. Oh, and also on our Spotify and Apple Music, wherever you're hearing this podcast from, give us reviews. Go oh, on yeah. to the review page. And even, I don't care if it's a one star. I don't care. If, well, no, I prefer five we, star. We care give me, give me a five star. Yeah, let's but, do five, guys. But give us, give us any proper criticism, constructive criticism that you can give us or give us shout outs, whatever, whatever it is. Tell us what's on your mind. Yeah, and for the people that have reviewed us, we do read the reviews and we yes. do appreciate it so much. I would call yeah. you guys out, but I'm not trying to put you on the spot like that. But we really, really do appreciate it. Yeah. And it makes it like, oh, shit, this is worthwhile. Yeah. It so, motivates Mr. Andy. It lets yeah. us know that we're doing something right. Yeah. Totally. So really, really appreciate you guys. Um, and I think that is it. Have a great rest of your week. Mm-hmm. Talk at you next week. Um, from Mr. Daddy Juan, No Nut Shot Nina, and Motivated Andy. Uh, we'll see you next time. And yes. also, as always, fuck John you, Jones. Fuck you, John Jones. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna get banned for that. Go do crabs <sighs> with Oscar. <laughs>